What's good, fans of the Pop Pod, Plenty of Feet Pod? Thank you for patiently waiting. Today we got a special guest, Cleo CJJ. We're going to figure out which one she wants us to call her today. Uh, smash that like button, like, immediately, you know? It greatly helps the channel. And subscribe, like, ASAP. Let's get it. What's going on? Cleo CJ Lane, how are you today? Well, how are you? Oh, I'm swell as well. I'm just kicking it, hanging out, you know, in the, in the coolest podcast studio I know. My own personal little space here. What's going it. on with you today? Not much. I'm actually uh, just getting ready to head up for to San Francisco for some some good old foot fun. So just been oh running no way. Tell me about the good old foot fun that's uh, to be had. Um, I'm just going up to to shoot some some content, see some clients. That's kind of it, you know. I I try and travel once a month and go different places. Now that's a new thing that I've yet to hear. So you actually travel to go meet clients and fans of yours? I do, I do. Um, that's awesome. I've been doing man. it for a couple of months now. All right, all right. <laughs> Who wants to meet and greet Cleo? Um, yeah, who wants to meet and greet Cleo? I, I, yeah, all, I think all of us do because we all know <laughs> that you're fucking awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, actually, um, there's another girl in the industry that I'm traveling with at the end of next month. We're going to we're going to Florida for nine days. So if you have the opportunity, if you're in Florida area, you want to shoot, collab. I love working That's with other sad. girls in the industry, uh, other photographers, all of it. That's what's up. And probably a cool part of doing that is you probably kind of mix a little bit of fun time along with the work time as well. Always. I always try to. I mean, I'm, I will admit I'm a little bit of a workaholic, but when I travel, I try and make sure I get in some, see the sights. I'm a big foodie. So I'm always like, all right, where do I go to eat? That's what right. I want, you know? What's your favorite kind of food? Ooh, um, I love Italian food. Like, Give me some pasta and some good sauce. Um, uh, I really love sushi. I'm a big sushi fan. Give me, give me codfish. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just uh, got done having some sushi, but I, it was a sushi bowl, so it wasn't like the the oh, trick- like a, traditional. Like a yeah. Bowl? Okay. Yeah, a poke bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like watch my physique right now. You know, I'm trying to like get summer ready. <laughs> so, true. Summer is around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Summer's around the corner, and oh, 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 foot cam fumble. I know my dog just knocked the whole camera over. Hold, hold on, Koji, go. Shout out to the shout out to the Frenchie or the Boston Terrier. Oh, One God. of those. He's a Boston. I I He's figured Boston. those are like the cutest dogs right there. They are cute, but let me tell you, they're crazy. Why are they crazy. so crazy though? Have you ever looked up like their bloodline and why they might yeah. be a little fussier? Yeah, actually. Um, so Boston Terriers were originally bred to be on pirate ships to kill rats. So they just have mad energy because they're supposed to catch the rats that's, and break their necks. That's incredible. So yeah. they literally just were attack rat dogs. <laughs> yes, a rat attack that's dog. Amazing, man. Shout out to the Boston Terriers in the world right quick. Right? But they I have mad play. energy. They stay crazy for a long time, like puppies. Right, right. Yeah, so I got a pug, and I think, like, they're kind of similar in a way. 
I love pugs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a smart dog. You know, he's really clever, manipulative though, like crazy. And it blows my mind because I'm like, how can a dog be so manipulative? No, look, my dog is going, he's going to bark at the snack cabinet right now. I knew it as soon as he went over there. They know what, what is, what is in the snack cabinet that he wants so bad? You know, he likes, he read the meatballs and uh, we bought, he's 15. So he's an old man. So if he wants um, snacks, and meats, I just let him have whatever he wants. So. He's totally, like, totally. You gotta, you gotta satisfy the Boston Terrier, man. One hundred percent. Because otherwise, right. they yell at you. They're a very like talkative dog. They will tell you what's up. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. And they will not stop until you give them what they want. Exactly. exactly. Is there any? Is there anything else that uh, you can compare to? Uh, to that, somebody who won't stop until they get what they want. Do you have anybody like that in your life right now? Just myself, duh. Just yourself? Oh, <laughs> shit, man. Man, I feel it's a woman's world. Totally. <laughs> it really is, though. Like, seriously, like, y'all run the world. So guys got to just bow down all the way, you know? The goddesses of the world. That's where it's at, right? No goddess, no peace. I'm just <laughs> Oh, shit. No goddess, no peace. That's true, though. That's so true. So tell me. What name do you actually go by? Cleo, CJ, or Jane? Cleo. Cleo's my Cleo's okay. my name. Or some, sometimes CJ. But Cleo is, is pretty standard. A lot of people gotcha. a lot of people call me that. <laughs> do people call you Miss Cleo like the psychic from back in the day? Oh, Miss Cleo. No, I haven't gotten that one. That'd be funny though. Uh, anytime anytime we get a miss at it, I'm like, nah, you can call me goddess, madam. I'm not miss. Yeah, yeah, totally. Don't call me baby. Don't call me sweetie. Madam, goddess. Do you, do you have any kind of psychic ability at all, by any chance? I've got a lot of psychic abilities, actually. No way. Are we gonna, uh, no, Give I'm me serious. an example. Give me an example. Give me an example. Um, I have a, well, it's, it's hereditary. My mom has a pretty deep knowing. Um, I have a lot of prophetic dreams. Um, I just know stuff a lot of times. Uh, I read tarot cards, so that's a that's a big base for me. Yeah, well, that's a talent. That's a real talent to have. Everybody, ha- you know, though honestly, everybody has intuition. I just think um, some people are more tapped into it than others. Right. Kind of just depends on you know your own your own level of where you're at in your life. I think too, but everybody got this. You just got to pay attention to it. The third eye. Yeah. The pineal gland. Exactly. You know, they used to eat eat them back in the day. Like when somebody would pass in the Egyptian days, they used to take them out of whoever passed and whoever was the most worthy was able to eat the pineal gland because it gave them, you know, the next dimension. Or like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's a dimethyltryptamine inside of the pineal gland and the... Uh Yeah, DMT. We all naturally have DMT in our body. Yep. 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 So so they would eat it so that they can achieve whatever next dimension that they were able to achieve. And they say, now this is a little conspiracy um, type of stuff, but, you know, they say that's the reason why they calcify it and give us all of the things that shut the pineal gland so that we're not able to. So, because then we'd be able to, like, ha- you know, we'd be able to, everybody would be telling the future and using telekinesis and doing, I know people are going to think I'm crazy, but your brain is a literal computer that we use an iota of. 
Like, imagine if you actually use the whole thing. But that's that is part of the calcification. It just it keeps people small, keeps you small brained. Right, right. Well, maybe the Neuralink that Elon Musk is coming out with will will help us really uh, tap into more of our powers. Or maybe they're going to tap into our powers and and harness it and take it from us. Who knows, right? Better start putting up all these terror shields. Stay away. <laughs> hey, real talk. Um, how about we do our first foot, Marshall, and then we'll get into uh, some of the giantess, giant, giantess. I want to say it right. Am I saying it right? Gian- giantess? Yeah, giantess. Giant- yeah. I want to get into some of that talk. Let's do our first All commercial. Right. Yeah. Everybody smash that like button if you love this podcast. We got Cleo the Giantess right now. You know how we do. Shout out to the people in the comments tuning in live right now. Yeah, we got Tyler, William, Andy, Sanders, Fawn, Nelson, XZ. We got David Mosley. What up, bruh? Holla at you in the DMs. If y'all want some shout outs, man, go ahead and leave some live comments. Oh, is that a little person? It is a little person. Oh, no. The foot cam just went out. <laughs> We're going to get the foot cam. So we'll they weren't ready yet for, the, um, for what was to come. There it is. It actually happened at a perfect time because you were getting ready to to take out a tiny person and and maybe it should come after we have this talk because I want to know more about the giantess community because I feel like it's a huge community that honestly I don't know too much about. How did you get into that community? So um I, I'm an actress and a, a model, and uh, I answered a Craigslist ad um, for Giantess Avenue. They're they're pretty big in the Giantess game. Uh, started working with them and had no idea what Giantism was. Never really thought about foot fetish stuff, and it just it took off. And I've I've stuck with it, and I love the community. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Seems like it's a very... it, oh, sorry, God. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's interesting how that it, there's like. A fetish umbrella and like foot fetishism and giantism definitely cross over a lot, you totally. know? Oh, 100%. Because I see a lot of um, giantist type of uh, content whenever I'm, you know, cruising through the socials or what have you. But it seems like there's some models who really, really tap more into that lane. And it seems like you're one of them because I see that a lot of your um, pictures on Instagram, you have a lot of uh, smashing of the little people and what have you. And I think it's really interesting. It really is. That's definitely my, I mean, the giantess stuff is is my roots. And then uh, through that, I got more into like the actual straight foot fetish side. Um Ironically enough, actually, my Instagram, you know, they've been coming for foot models like hardcore. My Instagram actually just got deleted two months ago and I just hit 10K again today. So, fuck oh, you, snap. <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I know they've been coming for the foot models really hard. I wonder what it is that triggers these things because we talk about it on this podcast a lot, but I feel like if we talk about it enough, we're going to uncover this and the FBI. Pop pot <laughs> agents are going to uncover this. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It, I think it's a combination of things. It's censorship. Um, it's a lot of 
kind of the patriarchy that's dipped into the side that is capitalism that controls what we see, what we do. So I think Instagram is just highly censored. And then there's also something I learned that I think why they've extra been pushing it. There was a model that was taking sessions and booking through Instagram and she was actually murdered and her parents Uh are trying to sue Instagram because they booked through the platform. So I think that's also why they've really been coming because of this particular case. And I had to like, the reason I found out about this was because after I got deleted, this is my third page. After I got deleted again, I was like, the fuck? Like, how do I fix this? How do I figure out what the root is before, so I can stop being constantly deleted? You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely got to be a part of it. I haven't even heard about that story. I got to do some looking into that and and kind of figure out like, what happened with that whole situation because that's that's crazy and that's sad that sad. you know somebody had to go through that. So you know, I mean, if yeah. if it's part of that reason, I'm sure there's a lot of there's, it's a mix re- of things. I think yeah, yeah, totally. But like you know, aside from you know the other things that might take place for an Instagram to get deleted, um, like there's probably so many scenarios where people meet other people off of Instagram that yeah. end up going sour. Yeah, you know, exactly. not just like a not just like a, a session. I mean, a session could be anything. A session could be a guy just wanting to take a chick out on a on a date. You know, like it could no be a no. Session. It could be yeah. Yeah. It could be anything. It could be anything that goes sour. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of like the the gray area in that whole situation right there. But, damn, that's crazy. We're going to have to do some research, uh, crew, everybody listening right now. Um, we're going to, yeah, we're going to figure it out. What's your dog's name, by the way? I got to know the name. His name is Koji. Koji. Yes, K-O-J-I, Koji. Shout out to Koji, man. That's, that's- Koji. He's my homie, my G. No, go back that mm-hmm. way. You're going to knock the camera over. <laughs> So being a giantess, do you feel like um, you're the more dominant one in the situation usually? Yeah, I mean, that's that's really the idea. I think that the whole um, femdom thing is definitely very heavily threaded into the the fetish, you know, submission. And yeah, that's that's definitely a big part of, I think, the appeal for a lot of the fans and I would I was about to say male fans, but I do have a few female fans fans, but it is definitely a very male heavy fan base for sure. Right. So when you do your your collabing and whatnot, like do you like do you find uh people to collab with that only do the giant test stuff or is it like also like within like the foot fetish world Honestly, as well? I would say a lot of the times I, I it's I collab with both, but lately I've been collabing with more of the just straight foot fetish side. But a lot of the times the girls are interested in or been asked about giantess, but they like don't know where to start. So sometimes um some of the new foot girls that I, I work with that have never done it are like, all right, and I'll I'll give them some tinies and like, you know, give them kind of some some basic stuff and they're like, Okay, let's do it. You know, so sometimes they kind of end up learning the other side of it. But I'm open to collaborate, collaborating with all sorts of people within the within that are in this like fetish community. I think it behooves all of us to to work together, especially with the amount of deletion and and crap that happens. You know. Yeah, I, I've noticed that because it seems like if you do get deleted, you can just go and holler at your girls or or your guys, you know, right quick and be yeah. like, "Hey, I got deleted. Shout me out yeah. right quick." Well, no. and that's part that is part of that like network, and I love. 
that this community does that for each other because I wouldn't be back at 10. I got deleted two months ago. There's no way in hell that I'd be back at 10K if it wasn't for this community that like showed up like, hey, and that's what we do for each other. Someone someone in our like circle gets gets deleted, even if it's another girl, which I really love because there's like in a lot of industries where you have a lot of females, there tends to be like a lot of competition. But the reality is, is that with this particular fetish, so many of the girls are really cool. We all respect each other and realize like, there's enough pie in the sky for everybody. Everybody has a niche. There's literally a flavor for everybody. So seeing everybody come together and support each other, shout each other out when they get deleted, help them build their page back. I think it's huge. And that's, what's going to keep the community continuing to grow strong and, and fighting against like all of the censorship because it doesn't work if we don't work together. Truly. No, I totally understand. And that's one of the things that we're doing with this podcast right here is that we're normalizing it a lot more and making it about much more than just a sexual thing. It's an actual community of people that are into something. And then next thing you know, everybody kind of gets to know each other and everybody's just, you know, fucking happy and friends and shit like that. And I think that the powers that be, you know, you know, quote, 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 um, you know, once they realize that this is some like normal stuff going on right here, then, you know, I think that they'll, they'll, uh, you know, loosen up the grips a little bit and allow the content creators to be fucking content creators. Cause not everybody is Ryan fucking toy review and shit like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, um, allowing people to be more open with what they're like, I think the better that we get about um, teaching people about sexuality and bodies and health, mental health and brains in this, in this country, we'll see a way bigger shift. You know what I mean? I think like we just have to also teach people to look at their own kinks and sexuality in, in a, a different light. So there isn't so much shame and weirdness around it. And foot fetishism, like 70% of men have a foot fetish. Like it is literally one of the most common foot fetishes or like fetishes in general. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I totally believe it. And I think that, I think that uh, the crazy part is, is that a lot of guys, they don't even know that they have this foot fetish, you know, and yeah. <clears throat> it looks like we lost a foot cam, but it's all good. Um, like I, I was one of them, you know, I, I, I'll, you know, I always talk about how, you know, I'm, I'm newer to the community and whatnot. And I accidentally stumbled upon it and once i started like exploring more into it and trying to understand it more i started to realize that i have a fucking foot fetish and i'm like yeah i'm like whoa like i i never even like really considered this and just the more that i dive into it boom the more that i yeah <laughs> i had to mute that mic right quick the more that i dive into it though the more that i you know, I, I, I fall in love with everything about it, you know, not just the sexual side about it, but just the the psychological side about it as well. And not to mention the community and how supportive everybody is. You know, it's it's really fucking dope. You know, now that we got the foot cam back. Oh, <laughs> oh almost, almost. Hello. There it is. Oh, there How about we do a foot commercial while we got it back? <laughs> everybody smash that like button. Let's see. I wish this. Oh yeah. If y'all love this show, make sure you smash that like button and subscribe right now. This is Cleo. Man. It's cracking.
we got the sauce. Cleo XZ wants to know if you could squash them like a bug. Pleasure. She said it's her pleasure, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go back, go back. So, I gotta ask: Have you ever played any sports in your life? Of course. What six foot tall person has not played sports? I, yes. That's why I, I had to know. <laughs> I, I I feel like your fans want to know. Yes, um, I played soccer for ten years, so that's my that's my first love. Played goalie, obviously, um, fullback, and then played volleyball. I did play basketball. Oh, my dog. My dog got the camera. Um, I did play basketball, but oh, I sucked at it. I sucked at oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, dog. Get out the way. Move, dog. Koji is like just straight up trying to be on the podcast right now, too. He does. He just wants to be famous. No, no. Man. We're going to have to get the paw <laughs> cam out. <laughs> the pause. <laughs> yeah, so I played basketball. They tried real hard for me to succeed at basketball and then they finally realized it just wasn't my sport i'm clumsy I just kept taking people out with these arms like it was right. just, it wasn't good so no more basketball buddy hi. it's always it's always the when there's like somebody with height like they get kind of like pushed into certain sports they're like oh you're you're tall so you must you, you must have to it. like slam dunk you know <laughs> like, yeah not or, this or, bitch but or there'll I, be like a a really big, like tall, and you should you know, play football. Like, Are you a linebacker? Yeah, football. That's what I'm saying. I don't have kids, and I will let my kids do most things. But if they want to play American football, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be too excited about that. Just because of the amount of tra- traumatic brain injuries that these men have is astronomical. Yeah. It's like it's so damaging to your body. Go play like I don't know, even rugby. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. A lot of those guys get CTE and they have a lot of issues later on in life. And yeah. so you take the positions in American football and we'll take running back, for example. Those guys get hit probably more than anybody on the field. Those guys retire much sooner than the other guys yeah. that are on the field. That's they why you see dragging their bodies. Yep. Yep. And then you see somebody like Tom Brady. Um you know, it's 44 and still playing. You don't see that in other positions because the quarterbacks are the most protected on the field. So, they got, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So unless your kid wants to be a, a, a quarterback, then I totally well, feel I you guess so. That. I guess we're sorry. You can only play. That'll be the rule. You can only play quarterback. <laughs> well, he'll probably be tall. So, you know. Or how, well, but see, you know, the, what would the irony, I tell my mom this all the time, like, how ironic would it be if I had a, a midget? I'm sorry, a, a small person. I don't think that, that's not the proper term. I apologize. If I, I had a small person child, it would be mm-hmm. very ironic. It would be ironic. It is totally a possibility, though, you know, just that's that's uh, something that, you know, that they're born with, you know, just based off of, uh, you know, quote unquote Genetics. defects, though. But, yeah. you but know, man, I had. I don't think anything's had, a defect. I think we're, totally. we're not meant to all be the same. You know, right, right. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I was just going to actually say that, like, I feel like for small people, I actually had a small person on this podcast. Shout out to uh, Lola. She was on this podcast. Um, and like, small person. Is that better than that's what they that's what they go by. Um, But but I feel like maybe some of that community they get a little you know angry at the you know being called a midget or whatever but um from what i gathered from lola is that like you know like she's just so easygoing and 
and like she's like really discovering her true self and like finding which lane she wants to go in. and and then as far as like something being considered a defect i'm with you like everybody is born differently and that's how they're meant to be like i completely believe in destiny and things happening for a reason so when you told me like hey man something's going on I, I i'm gonna be a little bit late i'm like yeah for sure it's all good because like by that happening they might have prevented something from happening as well you know something maybe bad from happening you know like maybe that prevented you from you know not being safe or maybe that prevented a certain person from viewing this podcast who knows like you know like there's so many possibilities and like trickle down everything everything is cause and effect 100 percent, yeah and i mean that's why like the whole and this is me just get, getting out there but like the whole parallel universe thing is so real like your your universe is based off of whatever decision you've made and they say that like there's a different universe for every decision that you didn't make as well yeah. well do you know so de, do you know the concept of deja vu deja vu is really interesting because there's a theory that deja vu is actually uh you know there's multiple timelines and that deja vu is a break between two timelines and that's mm. why you remember things that have maybe happened before it's kind of interesting it's very interesting i was actually just watching a tiktok about that and about it blew my mind. yeah because they say that that's potentially a moment where you realize that the shift just happened and it mm -hmm. makes you feel like, oh, I've been there before because you're like whatever your uh, like your vision is like it. It just switched timelines and like you recognize it. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's so weird. That yeah. It's something that has to do with that, too. Like, I don't know if I'm saying it absolutely correct. No, but that actually makes sense. And I get to, like I get deja vu all the time. And so it's interesting here. I love hearing all of the different um, theories and the ideas behind it for sure. Yeah, but it also tells me if there's been a deja vu type of moment that you're in the right place at the right time as well. Yeah, that's true. It's like a little like ding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I true. Wonder... It's, like, it's like meeting yourself in times where you're like, oh, I guess I was supposed oh, to be here. Right. I'm not here. <laughs> Isn't that trippy, though? Yeah. That's like the most trippy thing ever. Have you ever done shrooms? <laughs> <laughs> oh my sir you ask such a wonderful questions yes i am a big proponent of shrooms um i actually am highly involved in a mushroom company and i think medicinal mushrooms psychedelic mushrooms are amazing and i think fungi can literally save the world so just gonna say it. that's interesting that you say that no i feel like if anybody did studies on mushrooms they would know that we're probably fungi ourselves. Oh, for sure. For sure. 100%. We're all mushrooms. There's literally like a million species of, of mushrooms. Yeah, there's over 500,000 species of fungi. It's more than any animal or any other plant, anything that exists, basically. There's, there's more fungi. And it's crazy because there are mushrooms that eat plastic. There are mushrooms that kill cancer. There are mushrooms you can make leather with. There, there's so many amazing benefits to mushrooms um and just even on the psychedelic side the amount of people that i know that it helps with anxiety depression adhd i have adhd and i'd rather not take adderall and ritalin regularly you know what i mean so having yeah. plant alternatives 
to things is really important. And a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the uh, drugs that you get from pharmaceutical companies are just synthesized versions of plants that exist. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, 100%. I'm, I'm like mushrooms, I'm assuming you asked. So we're talking no, about I- DMT. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, I'm I'm totally down with the mushrooms. I, I haven't done too many trips myself, but it's, you know, not that I wouldn't. Like, I totally would. It's crazy because I also heard something along the lines that we're likely the the real viruses that are on Earth right now. Like, human oh, yeah. it, humans are the virus to Earth. Like, if there was no more humans, then, like, the Earth would just flourish and be green <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. I, I definitely, I fully believe that. I mean, I think, you know, when people talk about climate change and the effect we've had, I think there's two sides to that. Number one, the earth has a, if you look at the history, like it has its own cycle. So there are things that are going to happen that we didn't necessarily influence, but we push them quicker by all of the things we've done to the earth. You know what I mean? Like stuff was going to have, we're going to have another ice age, another heat wave eventually, because that's just how the earth works. But with all the shit we're doing, it just exacerbates it and brings it on sooner, you know? Yeah. But what's soon when you're looking at a large million year timeline, you know? <laughs> it, it is. It's true. And, and in relation to us, it's, it's minuscule time. But then when you start to think, well, what if you want kids? So maybe not your kids, but your grandkids, your great grandkids. Like, it's like when you think about it in generations, it's like, so much it seems so much closer you know yeah no it, it really does let's see is the foot cam off the foot cam is off oh no everybody what are we gonna do <laughs> oh there we are let's do another foot virtual man i think i think it's gonna... shout out to cleo everybody smash that like button if you love cleo I appreciate everybody that's also tuning into the conversation and not just here for the foot cam, man. Y'all are the shit. Hey, because that's what this podcast is. We talk about everything. It's not just all about foot fetish or whatnot. Yeah, we got the foot cam, but hey, the conversation be fire, though. Yeah. That soul talk. Hey, this beat makes me want to talk shit. <laughs> I, I, I think we're giving them too much. <laughs> Real. Oh my goodness. <laughs> is that a stained glass behind you? Or is it just got the designs of a stained glass? No, it's stained glass. I love stained glass. I feel like if I did do a trip on mushrooms, I would need to be in a room full of stained glass. Stained glass. Yes, that does definitely make it a little bit better. It's my favorite is in when the sun comes through, the whole house is like rainbowy. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and it's just like a a, a beautiful scene. Yes, it's my favorite. My rainbows. I'm like, yes, I need these in all of my my homes, please. There's, you know, what follow, um, oh, the actress, Jennifer Aniston, she just had this custom, um, stained glass piece put into her like reading nook and it's so cool. And I want one into a reading nook. Yeah. Yeah. She has like this little like reading nook for her and her kids. And then she had like a stained glass window put on the side of it. Pretty cool. Are you, are you into books? I am into books. I like to read. 
Like what time. kind of books? Um, it, it kind of depends. I usually try and read something that's like um, for my brain. And then I try and read something that's like for pleasure. I like really depends on kind of where I'm at, but I like, I like really nerdy books um, like fantasy. I also read, I like a lot of uh, graphic novels. So I'm kind of, I'm really a nerd. I'm just, I'm just a cute nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, I read a lot of graphic novels, um, poetry. I write a lot of poetry. I have a poetry book that's going to be coming out soon. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, I love poetry too. I mean, I I don't have like a like a huge collection of poetry or anything, but that's that's you know that's where it's at, man. All kinds of creative arts and. Uh, you know, poetry is one of the best because it's one of those arts that you you pull from a certain place in mm-hmm. in your just in your soul, you know, and you just put it on paper and you just say whatever it is that you feel. And like I I got a niece that does poetry, right? And Aww, man, she, I love she it. yeah, and she did this poem and it was about like like her um like insecurities in her life and her insecurities with her body and just all those things. And she was doing it. And like, I found myself like dropping a tear and I'm like, man, that's like the most beautiful part about poetry to me is that you can get, you can get emotional while listening to it just in a matter of a minute, you know? Yeah, definitely. Agreed. It's, it's, it's a medium that allows you to communicate and also move people. And I think anybody can write, anybody can create, anybody can sing, anybody can draw. And I think more people should, because I think we're told like, people aren't not everybody's creative and it's like no just like any other muscle it's like go do it go create yeah who cares if it sucks it doesn't matter you're doing it you know yeah you know what it is is that people just stop trying to chase their dreams at a certain point because life really just gets them and they just think they have to work a regular nine to five and they get so tied up in the the social construct that they forget to to dream anymore and you know, a lot of a lot of people are, you know, in that mix, and you know, like hopefully, you know, at at, at some point in time that they, they can get out of that because that's not the way life is meant to be lived, no. in my opinion, no. anyways. No, I agree. We're not meant to just show up to work and plow away and then go home and watch TV and like, you know, that's just not how how we're meant to live. And it's it's interesting because I I was just talking to someone the other day about this subject. Um, you said something that resonated, but I just took a big hit of weed and it went, um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No, um, as far as, wait, uh, oh, fuck. What were you All right, saying? so we were talking about the social construct that people get so tied into and they forget to chase their dreams. Yes, oh, that's what I was going to say. So I think a lot of times people forget to chase their dreams, but you have to be in love with your life. I think that that is the, that's the secret. And when you stop being in, in love with your life, you have to figure out what when you stop being in love with your life and what you can do to fix that. Because this, the moment you stop, like you said, dreaming and working on your goals and growing, then what's the point? Then what's the point? You what know, is the point? you're yeah, literally you're, living somebody else's dream at that point. Yeah, and and growth is hard. It's not easy. It's not it's not easy to to do the hard work that gets you to the point where you are can work on yourself so that you can be better in your life. You know what I mean? Like that stuff, that's, that's the true stuff. That's the true growth. That's the true money. Because once you start doing those, those things and living your passion and following what you, how you want to contribute to society, truly not just what society said you're supposed to do. 
I think right. people will be so much more joyful. I'm not going to say, ha- I think it's an illusion to think people are going to be happy all the time. You're not just going to get happy and stay happy because life is valleys and peaks. Like that's part of it is dark totally. and light, but you have to find joy and finding joy in little things and finding big joy, but also knowing like sometimes things are hard. That's just the human experience, you know? Yeah. It's hard being wanna... a human being. No, it really is. I, you know, I want to I want to tie in everything that you were just saying with the whole FFC and the foot fetish experience and how I view it. So being somebody who in my adulthood, I say 21 through until I got married. Right. I was somebody who I was out on the prowl all the time, going to the clubs, you know, chasing all different kinds of girls. Right. And just like that's all it was about to me. And, you know, I, you know, not to make myself sound like a hoe or nothing like that, but, you know, shit happened. Right. But like going into like discovering something like the FFC and a whole new love, it basically like, it gives you something else to be excited about. Right. And so being that I'm doing this podcast, me go ahead and mute that (laughs) being that i'm doing this podcast like i accidentally discovered something that i really like doing you know with this podcast and this podcast you know having a foot cam having fire conversations with dope guests like yourself is something that i really like doing um i much rather do this i love that that's that's such a smart thing i was i didn't realize what you were asking i was like why did you want two cameras now i'm like oh now you know why now you know why yeah but see like even that right like that's a super accident like that was never supposed to happen i was doing another podcast i actually i still do it it's called cypher and chronicles i i got a podcast shoot the shit with my co-host estella bella she she actually does um foot modeling too um not not like not as often um as probably some of her fans would like but we accidentally stumbled into this and we did it as a joke like and we weren't even in like intending to you know get into the whole foot fetish world it just accidentally happened on the podcast i was like hey why don't we just do like a foot cam or whatever like just to kind of have some fun and we did it and then yeah and like i was like oh people like this and then that's kind of what started it all and then i moved it over to this channel because she didn't want to do it on that channel no more so yeah here we are you gotta yeah, keep it, you got brands, you got things, you gotta keep stuff a little separated. I get it. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyways, just to kind of get back to that, like I'm totally with you. Like you gotta do the things that you love doing and have fun doing. Um, yeah. I like if I if I could give anybody advice, uh, I I feel like you probably do this. I feel like more meditation too. I will say I struggle with meditation. I try it, I work on breathing a lot. I have a lot of breathing techniques I do because and having ADHD, making your brain slow down when your brain goes 5 billion miles a minute. Um, my favorite place to meditate, though, where I can genuinely like zone out is when I go work out, I'll go sit in the sauna. And after my workout, it's like hot and you're I, I can get out of my head enough to like truly meditate. But I'd say even just like practicing breathing techniques is is like close to meditation, you know. No, it really is because breathing is everything for us. You know, if we're not breathing, then we're not living. So I, yeah. I totally feel you. You know, we don't breathe enough. We literally, no. do, they've done studies like we don't take enough oxygen anymore. We, so we're very shallow breathers, but I think that has a lot to do with like society and 
all the other things, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, what's crazy is that you can even meditate when you're in full active mode. Like if you're running and you're feeling like, oh, it's hurting, I'm cramping, I, I can't go no further. If you like focus in your mind enough to adjust your breathing, you can almost forget about all the pain that you're experiencing as you're running, as you're going through a, a like a crazy hard endurance type of run and like you can just like get through it and just forget about everything else just by focusing on your breathing because you know okay if i'm breathing i'm good yeah you know and just, and like even in, in yoga it's like sometimes you just have to breathe if you breathe into things sometimes it's easier to lean into them and to stretch into mm. them to move into them you know i like that i like that oh cleo man you're the shit i like cleo Let's go into another foot marshal right quick. How about that? <laughs> Los Collect says, Hey, Daddy Grace, can, can you ask her to show us her songs? Oh, well, I think okay, she, heard well, <laughs> she said, I got you. <laughs> That's Cleo. Everybody, if you love this podcast, smash that like button and subscribe. If you're not following like all the socials right now, then what are you doing? Plenty of feed pod on Twitter, IG, TikTok. I got Cleo, CJ, James, IG in the description and also as my background. Let's see it. Boom. <laughs> Have you ever been tickled during a session? Goddamn. Yes. <laughs> okay. So every people love tickling. And I do not love it so much. It's kind of like it's kind of like torture. Torture, um, yeah. Yeah, but I can endure a little bit of tickle. I, I can't imagine being tickled for like an hour straight. Like I can deal with like some little uh, some little tickles here and there for a couple minutes, but I only got so much tickling in me. Are you going to like definitely smash them if they tickle you too much? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like if, if I say stop and you don't stop, you're probably going to get... I'm not gonna give you the privilege if you say if I say no, I'm not gonna even give you the privilege of hitting you with my foot because that's a privilege. You're gonna get you're gonna get in real trouble. You just it's, triggered a thought in my mind when you said when I say no and you keep on doing it, I want to make this something that is a very very important message for everybody that's listening to this right now. Um, and I, I want to see what you think about it because I think this is another reason why some IG profiles get deleted. So there's requests, right, from the people who, you know, want specific things from their favorite model or whatever. And then if she doesn't offer that kind of uh, service or request and she tells them no, they end up reporting that page. And that's something that if you do enough, if you do enough reporting of a certain page, it will eventually get deleted. And that's another thing and another problem. Um, and this is the thing. It also affects the person. If they said, because I did a deep dive into this too. They said that if you are a person that reports constantly, you 
have a high chance of getting your own page deleted, even more so before you get the other person's page deleted because you're considered a nuisance to Instagram. Right. So like, hopefully those people get their due on that end. But you yeah. are right. It is 100%. something that happens. Like no, no means no. Like you have to just respect people and what their, their boundaries are and know that nobody owes you anything. Nobody owes you anything. 100%. And that's one of the biggest things that I I feel like needs to, you know, just be told is that these content creators, the, your favorite models, the people that you love to consume the content of, they don't have to do anything specific for anybody. So, you know, just love and appreciate what they're doing. But like you said, Cleo, nobody owes anybody anything. And there's so many other people that you you can go holler at that probably will be down for whatever the the specific niche is that you really yeah. love you know and don't get me wrong, i'm grateful for my fans and i love interacting with you i love creating content but that's the flip side you get to also realize like we have lives outside of what we also do so sometimes that's also part of like why are you about and you know like you do your best at the end of the day everybody's just just human it doesn't matter who you are or what you do whether we're talking about freaking president or we're talking about a celebrity or we're talking about us like everybody is just a human trying to do the best and i think if you can step back and just remember that as a base like we're all gonna be okay you know just don't make me be mean to you like i know you like that but like don't make me be mean to you (laughs) it's so much easier when i don't have to put people in their place for sending me ridiculous messages or or whatever you know what i mean we can all be cool and get along you know i think you all should just be more like cleo and smoke some fucking weed and everything is just chill <laughs> yes that would that, honestly that would make things for a lot of people i mean i don't think i don't think everybody needs to just you know go do i don't consider cannabis a drug but go do drugs to feel better but guess what life is a lot more fun when you are connected, however that looks for you. And I'm obviously a big proponent of cannabis. So this is my, I've been so busy today. This is my first smoke of the day. That's why I was like, I'm just Oh, gonna- yes. <laughs> Shout out to the weed that she just smoked. Right? <laughs> hey, she's right though, everybody. Oregon just legalized all drugs. So you yes. can go there, everybody, and, and make it happen. But I'm with you on weed not being a drug because it's not. It grows from the earth and these is more hemp sandals, y'all. Like, come on. That's just ancient China was utilizing this plant, and it is so it like I said, I th- said fungus are gonna save the world and hemp. Those are the two, those are the two ways that we can make a huge difference in reversing the amount of damage that we have done to the earth. It's phenomenal. I mean, I'm as almost as big as a mushroom nerd as I am a hemp and cannabis nerd. Those are some, uh, that's a good way to be a nerd off mushrooms and some cannabis. I mean, those are, those are both of the things that people need more of for real. And they even said that smoking weed, there's, there's components in, in, in cannabis that actually help with uh, COVID too. Um, (laughs) They finally did the, they, I read more into the research and the thing is, is you have, it's not when you smoke it, it has to be eaten because the, the metabolites once you once it's uh heated the stuff mm-hmm. that protects you quote unquote from covid uh is actually gone so you gotta you gotta ingest it but the thing is is that weed is also antimicrobial antibacterial but so are a lot of other plants you lavender 
you have you know like uh eucalyptus like there's so many plants that do so many cool things that we underutilize and people don't realize i totally agree with you and that's so true as far as like cannabis goes it's like you can the the seeds from like hemp seeds so much nutrition so many omega fatty acids in it you can make clothing you can re- reconstitute soil, which basically, so one of the problems in America is that a lot of our soil doesn't have the nutrients we need because of how we've farmed it. And you can literally put nutrients back into the soil with hemp. Um, it's it's amazing. But- no, it, it truly is. No, and I'm glad that a lot of places are legalizing it now, um, you know. They're doing it for money purposes, but whatever, you know, the fact that it's more open and more people are honest about it because you you used to have people who were like undercover marijuana uh, activists, you know, they'd be behind the screen. But now they're like, okay, it's legal now. Oh, okay, I'll go ahead and, you know, be all about it. Like I knew I know so many people that I grew up with who their parents acted like they were against weed. And then when you got older, they're like smoking weed. You're like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) Well, see, but that's also a symptom of a bigger issue. There should not be people in jail on fucking cannabis charges. This is one of my mm. biggest. It is shameful. It's shameful. It's shameful, and it's illogical. Oh, totally. And um, the fact that we haven't pushed it, at a minimum the states where it's legalized, every case should have been reevaluated, and nobody should be in jail. Nobody should really be in jail for drugs in the first place, unless you know you're like the one pushing all the pounds. And I don't even know if that should be a thing, anyways. But like, putting people in jail for drugs is not a solution to to drugs. You know. So stupid. They have to do something to get. No, I feel you. They have to do something to get the people who are locked up for weed. They got to get them out of jail now. If they're serving time, like a lot of time for marijuana, billions and billions and billions of dollars off of people. Yeah, we definitely have to do something about it. If it's a tax thing, then all right, like hit them with a tax bill. No, it's it's, it's not a tax thing. It's, um, it's, it's indentured servitude. It's what this country's built on. We're talking about privatized prisons. Like you have to have people to put in prison to make your Starbucks cups. Like, and, and you can research any of this shit that I'm saying, like, this is a hundred percent true because we are Starbucks cups in prison. Yeah. We, they, we use, we use prison labor for everyday things in this country that you would never know that people in prison are, but they can't do that. It is literally, and we are the only country that has a privatized jail system. And this is why there's so many people that are constantly put in prison. That's why bail is so high because they need people to continue to make products on for 0.3 cents. That's crazy. And they only pay them 0.3 cents. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And they and get them to do all right kinds there. of labor. Yeah. And this is how you can actually find a list of companies. Like if you search hard enough that literally use that their products, uh, they utilize prison labor. And how do you keep a prison full? Like no other countries have this system and there's a reason for it. You know, I would like to find out what are the companies that utilize prison labor? Because I don't think that people should support those companies because that's what's keeping people in prison, honestly. That's some crazy shit. I'm so glad you brought that up on this podcast. I just like to, I just am a, I just like to know what's going on and 
uh, you know, a lot of stuff that's not talked about because, but it, it's also part of the system because people are so busy living their lives and trying to just survive their own in their own. And that's part of the, part of the system is like, if we, if we keep people having to just be in their own bubble and figure out their own shit, they're not able to focus on what's going on outside of them and what's going on politically. And what's, you know what I mean? Like people don't pay attention to how much they really do a good job of directing your attention where they want it so that they can do whatever they want over here. You know, question everything. That's what it comes down to. Everything. Question why every country in the world cannot get along unless it's, to agree that nobody is allowed to Antarctica. Question everything. <laughs> Real talk. Including flat earthers. I w- I'm curious if I have any flat earth uh, fans out there because that is a very interesting theory, it guys. It is. A lot of people are converting to flat earthers right now. I saw a t-shirt the other day and it was like, it was um, all of the planets and they're all round and then it was just the earth and it was just flat. <laughs> That's if, see, I, I'll say some things on this podcast and people would think that I'm also smoking some weed right now. Actually, I go far out there on the, on the Cypher and Chronicles podcast, but I, I talk about the whole flat earth thing in, in space. I, I talk about that a lot because I have some opinions on that, but, you know. Okay, okay, be- <laughs> I'm going to have to tune into that. Tune <laughs> we, won't, we won't get into that on this podcast. We, we will be here for a long time, I have a feeling. Sorry, the, lighting. <laughs> the sun is the sun's oh, we would. My lighting is kind of crappy now. We would. Well, Cleo, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast because I'm truly honored that you would be on this podcast. And, uh, you know, I was just hoping during this podcast that you didn't like somehow like bust through the screen and like squash me or something like that. I'm coming for you next time I'm in Vegas. Oh, no, she's coming for me. Well, how about you? Do you want to maybe smash some little people on the the last foot commercial of this episode or? Sure, let's see what let's see what we can do. All right. She's gonna smash some little people, y'all. Smash that like button if you love this podcast. Yo, Daddy Goods, please ask Cleo what her ethnicity heritage is. Oh well, maybe she'll tell you why she's smashing these little people. <laughs> I'm sorry, little guys, that you had to be smashed on the Plenty of Feet podcast. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Smash that like button. Shout out to Dom. I just seen the air comment. Shout out to Dom. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I didn't hear the question. I'll hear the question, but I couldn't concentrate on answering and stomping. Um, I am a mix. I'm a big mix. My mom is Irish and German, and my dad is Black and Cherokee, Indian. That's a fire ass mix right there. Let's uh, round of applause to her. Well, Cleo, is there anything you would like to tell your fans before we get off the podcast today? I just want to say thank you guys. Like I, I love working with you guys. Um, I love making content for you. Um, if you enjoy my content, follow my backup page, go follow my Reddit, follow my Twitter, go follow my OnlyFans. because when you support all of these things, it helps me to continue to make content 
And if you can't contribute financially, one of the best ways to support me and a lot of other models, share Instagram posts, like Instagram posts, save Instagram posts. It's a free way to literally help us continue to create. So all of those things. And my website will be up soon. So stay tuned. That's awesome. Well, don't go nowhere, Cleo. I'm about to log us out of the live. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And we will catch you next episode. We're out of here.